Hey y'all, hey. Listen, ma'am, sir, I'm a whole 49 years old and I'm proud of all these 49 years, okay? And I want 49 more years and 49 on top of that and 49 on top of that. So I've never really understood when people are like, oh, I don't want anybody to know my age. No, I'm proud for you to know my age, you know? I am blessed. Some people didn't make it this far. I am blessed. I am honored to even be here. I want to share with you 10 things that I've learned as a whole 49 year old. One is there is one being that has a heaven or hell to put me in. Only one. So I say that to say that many times we get caught up in what people are thinking or what are they going to say and blah, 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 blah. But when you get to be like a whole 49 year old like I am, you're like, you know what? That other person gets to think whatever they want to think. That other person gets to feel however they want to feel. I'm sharing these things with you because if you're not 49 yet, I want you to take on some of these things from a 49-year-old that keeps it real out here in these streets. I'm going to tell you like it is. That said, don't worry yourself so much about what people think and and how they're going to respond and, you know, are they going to feel this way? At the end of the day, we're all going to one place or another. Our soul is going to one place or another. You have to do what you feel in your heart God would want you to do, whatever that is. Number two, you can achieve anything you want as long as you take time to become the person first. Here's the thing, y'all, you know what my husband told me? He said, you should launch a podcast and you should interview people in your home office. I was like, wow. I couldn't even believe he even said that. First off, are you serious? And he said, yes. Who's doing that? No one. So I legit could do it. That would just like be like the bomb. Like, because you know what? I'm a whole 49 years old. So I don't have limits. I don't have rules. I don't have things that I have that have to govern me in my decisions. It's my home. So and, and it'd be my podcast and my interview. So I can do anything really that I want to do. I said, I think I might do I think I might do that. Becoming the person means removing all the limits. When you step into a place, like I have an expansion, I have a program called Expansion. It's my highest level program. And the whole premise of that program is learning how to become the person that can do anything. And the people in my expansion program are my fastest growing clients, students, When you become a person that understands what their divine assignment is, you are released from the shackles that bound most people. So when you can remove that, you just soar. You can do anything you want as long as you take time to become the person first that knows that there are no limits. Number three, perception and perspective drive your entire life. This is why no matter what happens in life, it's how you perceive how you're going to respond to whatever it is. I mean, it could be a horrific accident. It could be just the worst thing, but you still get to react and respond the way that you want to. Your perception of what has happened is one thing, but your perception of it is a whole nother thing. You could wake up and say, oh my gosh, I had a flat 
tire. I just can't believe this. It's going to cost me X, Y, Z, one, two, three to get my tire fixed. Now I'm going to be late for work, blah, 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 blah. Your mindset and your being is making that a negative thing. But if you switch it up a little bit and say, the Lord always has my best interest at heart. Maybe there was an accident on my route of where I was going to go and he kept me from that. And if I would have left at the time that I was going to leave, then I would have been in that accident. You get to choose the way you look at things. You could also say, okay, yes, it's going to cost me $300 to get this tire replaced, but I have it. I have the $300, right? So change your perspective on things and it will change your entire life. Number four, the energy of the people you're around affects you more than you know. The energy of the people that you're around, the TV shows you watch, the radio stations you listen to. Listen, I'm a whole 49 years old. I'm just telling y'all what I know. I'm just telling y'all what I have learned in 49 years to just to help you out. I love me some ratchet music. My husband loves ratchet music too. I love gospel music. My husband loves gospel music. When he gets home at the end of the day, if he comes in the house all loud and whatnot, I know what he's been listening to because that's what he has sown into himself all day. His being is different and I can tell that without even asking. Number five is, ooh y'all, People who are not blood related to you can become family too. I guess in the dictionary, family would be, you know, blood related. But there's so many people that I have connected with that are not blood related to me. And I'm from a family of six siblings, same mom, same dad. But there's so many people that I've connected with over the years that have become family. The older you get, the more you'll see that we can also choose who we allow into our space as family. There's people that I would just do anything for them. And we don't have the same blood. It's because of the relationship that was built. You get to choose family. You get to choose. Number six is you never truly arrive because there's always another level. Your entire life is the journey of going to the next thing, shedding the next layer of yourself. The younger you, if you're young, you know, right now, if you're 20s, 30s, you're trying to get somewhere. And what I want to share with you is the older you get, the more you realize that it's not a place. There's always the next thing and 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 the next thing. And And that is totally okay. But you would serve yourself well to realize that now because internally you'll live and your being will be different if you realize it's not the destination. It's the journey And it's who you're becoming along that entire process. There are times when I was trying to get to a place. I remember like when I was like trying to fill my calendar with all these clients. And I'm like, oh yeah, I got to get another client. I got to get another client. I learned in that process that it's not more clients because more clients is less time freedom. And I thought I was trying to get to that place. And in getting to that place where my calendar was slammed, it's like I thought I was trying to get to more clients. Since you're ever evolving, you realize, okay, now I have more clients, but now I don't have any life. So now what do I do? So now you're trying to get to another place, to another level. It, that's always going to be the thing. Number seven, your beliefs control where you are in life. Your beliefs control exactly where you are in life. 
in every way. You are where you are in life because you believe whatever it is you believe. Because whatever you believe, that's what you act on. That's what you do. That's how you carry yourself. Those are the decisions you make. That's the perspective you have. Those are the actions you take. Those are the things that you don't do. So whatever you believe, that dictates your entire life. Wow. Number eight, there is so much growth in vulnerability for a long time. Very, very long time. Longer than I even care to even talk about. I didn't allow myself to be vulnerable. I wanted to always look like I had it all together because I wanted to look like I had it all together. And at 49, I now realize that no one does. Nobody has it all together. That doesn't mean that we have to air all of our dirty laundry out in the street and tell all of our business, but it doesn't mean that we have to come across as perfect Pollyanna either because no one is. And in my 49 years, last year in my 40s, that's one thing I've let go. I'm not perfect. My southern accent, as crazy as it sounds now, is one of the things that kept me quiet and silent in the marketplace for so long because I thought that people wouldn't think I was smart, intelligent. I didn't know if people would receive me in the way that I wanted to be received. I didn't I didn't think that they would think that I knew what I was talking about if I talked with such a southern drawl. It's been in the past 18 months that I realized that my voice is my brand. And let me tell you why. I don't know that I have ever said this. I have six siblings, six, well, five siblings. There's six of us, same, same parents, right? Same mom, same dad. I'm right in the middle. There's three older than me and there's two younger than me. We all grew up in the same household and I'm the only one that talks like this. That kept me quiet for so long. It's ridiculous. It kept me quiet for almost 50 years. I've realized in the past year, it was always a thing. Why do I sound different? How is it that we grew up in the same household and there's six of us and I'm the only one that talks like this? My siblings always picked at me. People at school always picked at me. But now I realize my voice is part of my brand. Sometimes I'm out and I can talk and people will say, Coach Kelly J. There is no mistake because my voice is part of my brand. And we'll just leave it at that. But I bet there's something that's holding you back too. I bet there's something that's holding you back that's here. That was here for almost 50 years. I was here. The thing that I let hold me back is one of the things that sets me apart from anyone else in the marketplace. Nobody talks like me. Nobody has my voice. Number nine is nobody has it all together. Nobody. I don't care what it looks like on social media. I don't care what it looks like. Everybody's ranting and raving over Rihanna. I love Rihanna too. I love Rihanna's music. I love her style. I mean, she's very fashionably pregnant, blah, 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 blah. But do you know how many pregnant women have a complex because Rihanna's looking all fly? Her job is to look fly. Her whole job right now is look like a fly pregnant woman. So don't compare yourself to that. No one has it all together. Yes, no one. Beyonce doesn't have it all together. President Obama, yes, we still call him president. Doesn't have it all together. 
No one has it all together. So realize for yourself to stop comparing yourself to people who you think have it all together when they don't. Everybody has something that they wish was different. Everybody has something that they're sad about. Everybody has something that they don't tell everyone, anyone. Stop beating yourself up about that thing. This whole 49-year-old is just giving you the gems on the things. Number 10 is assume nothing. Ask more questions. (gasps) Oh my gosh. Okay, vulnerable moment. So I was talking to one of my clients, success coach, and she had to pull my coattails. Let me tell y'all what she said. I was having a workshop and there's this certain thing that triggers me. I'm I'm human too, y'all. Well, somebody said something in the workshop that triggered me. I wouldn't say I went off, but I did more than I should have. And I'm the coach. And I realized it in the moment, but I kind of didn't as much until one of my coaches that was on the call brought it to my attention. That was such a trigger for me when he says, is this program going to hold my hand? Because there are so many people that come into programs and they think the program is a magic bullet. It sets me off. When you come into a program, that coach is giving you a blueprint to a thing. That coach, that leader, that founder of that program cannot do the work for you. You have to do the work. So he was wanting to know, you know, I'm wanting to come into this program, but are you going to hold my hand? When I heard that, it triggers me because what I hear is, oh, you think that you can pay money and you can just get this magic result. There's still work involved. It triggers me when somebody says that because, bruh, you're not three years old. Ain't nobody getting ready to hold your hand. That's what I heard. A coach that works in my program that I that I trust greatly, she said you should have asked him to define what he means by holding hands. So yes, I was triggered and yes, my coach who pulled my coattail because that also is part of her job to let me know when I'm doing wrong and I was wrong, but I will do better. So there's that. I get triggered too. I have vulnerable moments too. And have people in your space that can pull your coattails and that can tap you on your shoulder and say, you did it this way. Try doing it, whatever it is, this way. That's community, that's friendship, that's maturity, that's cultivating a community that's got your back. I don't want people on my team who are yes men, yes women. I have literally let people go in the past in my company because they agree with everything I say. And that sounds crazy, but I don't want people around me that agree with every single thing I say because I don't know everything. As you grow as a leader, you have to have people in your space that can call you on your ish. You know what I'm saying? You never know who needs what, and I'm here for it. All right? See you guys.